What up, daddy gang? We are back to cover another episode. Episode 15, Escaping the Friend Zone. I have two very lovely people here with me today, Anna and Mike. You guys want to say hello? Hello. Hi. So, are you guys familiar with the Call Her Daddy podcast? I'm not, actually. I have to confess. I, I know what you've told me about it. <laughs> I have not listened to it yet, and I, I want to. I You know, I feel like... A lot of every person that I've had on here don't listen to pod, the, this podcast, which is fine because there's so many things that you gotta watch, and you gotta see, and you gotta follow Instagram, you gotta do stuff on, you know, blah blah blah, whatever. To be fair, I don't listen to a lot of podcasts for the same reason, you know, yeah. just like things, things in particular right now just been flying at my face. You know? Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot going on as an yeah. adult. Your life is like so busy, so. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'll tell you guys how the show is, and I'll you know we'll go over. It's gonna be a cool flow. It'll be a lot of fun. Okay. Awesome. okay. So the, the show always starts, there's two girls, it's Alex and Sophia, um, they always start with a promotion of something, of course they have a podcast they have to promote so they can sell stuff, they get sponsorship. I don't do any sponsorship yet, maybe I will, maybe I'll blow up, maybe I won't, which either one is fine, you know? <laughs> That's okay, um, yeah. But they would be worth it. <laughs> yeah, but they call themselves the founding fathers, okay? Alex and Sophia, the, okay. the main people of the podcast, they're the founding fathers because they're like the daddy gang kings, they're the ones, the biggest sluts. The biggest, you know, whatever, talking about sex, being sluts, mm-hmm. being okay. hoes, which is cool, you know? Yeah. We've all had our time in our life where we've been a little bit yeah. mm-hmm. unreserved, if you know I'm what I'm saying. in that right now. Nice. Way to go, you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so these girls, they start this podcast off talking about a story that they had. They live in New York. They're talking about that there's a lot of places where you can go. If you're going to go to, like, a cool restaurant, it's not going to be – you're not going to be able to find it on Google. You're not going to be able to find it anywhere. You yeah. have to right. be, like, it's invited. I hate that. Yeah. I try that all the time. I wish there was, like, an app or something for, like – you know, local, you know, not cool corporate. App, yeah, rep- like cool restaurants. restaurants and cool clubs yeah. that yeah. you like get exclusively invited to. Yeah. Well, these girls, they, they do, they go to this restaurant and they have to be invited upstairs and they're trying to get upstairs and they're, they're sitting at this table, they're ordering all this food and taking forever to eat. And then when they walk out, they finally get invited to go up. And that was just their story. That was just the beginning of the episode. Oh. But uh, the theme of this episode was escaping the friend zone. Um, there's more promotions, obviously, uh, but they're just saying guys chill um, in the friend zone. Guy, like in general, straight men, they just mm-hmm. like to chill. They like to marinate in the friend zone. So there, this is a guide for guys to kind of get out of the friend zone. And I know that you were saying, Anna, that you had a story earlier that it doesn't always apply just to men. It does apply to women too. Like women stay in the friend zone with the guy. I mean, okay, so okay, well, I'll, I'll say this. I don't know that people like marinate in the friend zone on purpose, though. Mm-hmm. I think they get cornered there and then like don't know how to claw their way out. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think you know. Yeah, I don't know because I do think you're right. I do think a lot of men, I guess, m- marinate. I guess like it's not. I don't think anybody tries to. You know, it's like I think it's. Um, like you said, they get stuck. I think it's because of like anxiety or something, or there's there's a certain level of uncertainty, and you don't know what to do next. You or know? fear of rejection. And yeah. Stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. As okay, so I always say the podcast they promote, you know, all sexuality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I always say this is for the girls, the gays, and theys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and I'm a straight woman, so <laughs> yeah. you know, whenever I have, I've had a, a couple gay people come on my show, which is awesome, and I hear like their perspective. Yeah. You know, I like to hear like from trans, you know, binary people as well. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't feel like I've ever been friend zone because I feel like straight men. Never. Are so, You've never been friend zone. Okay, straight men are so easy. It's like if I want to <laughs> fuck, like they're probably gonna want to fuck too. Mm-hmm. 
I don't. I honestly can't. I, at this moment, right now, I can't think. Maybe I have. I just yeah. don't remember. But have you? So Yeah. So, well, I guess I'll tell you guys my story. Okay. So this is like how this went for me. But I basically, this situation started in college, right? So I was like, mm-hmm. I was hanging out with this guy and I was kind of an asshole. Like I was <laughs> the one that friend zoned him originally, right? Because mm-hmm. it was like, we'd hang out and like we'd. Uh, mostly it turned into this thing of like, he was like my shoulder to cry on, right? Mm-hmm. Like every time that I was upset about something, I would like go to his place and we would talk and then sort of like slightly hook up. Like I never slept with him, but it was always like, we might make out a little yeah. and then I'd like spend the night and he'd like cuddle and whatever, you know, it was, vi- but it would be friends. It was mm-hmm. very friend zone shit. Right. And so then I can, can I say shit? Yeah. Like, oh my God. Megan, sure. <laughs> Megan, sure. So, so that was like our part of like our friendship, I guess you could say, right? And like a couple of my friends were like, "Dude, you're you're an asshole. Like you're friend zoning this guy and you're not giving him a chance." And at the time, I was just like, "I'm just not." Like he also had like a very unique personality that like not everybody was like cool with. So I whatever. Side point. So whatever. So fast forward after college, I run into him again. We're living in the same city or area, and I start hanging out with him, right? We start going out to dinner. We start hanging out. One thing leads to another, and I finally sleep with this guy, okay? Mm -hmm. Finally sleep with him, and then the next morning, like, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, is this it? Like, am I finally giving this dude his shot? You know what I mean? Like, because in my head, I was selfishly thinking, he's been waiting for this moment, right? Like, this is, like, the thing? Yeah. And then I go to his place the next day because he's like, oh, just come over or whatever. So I go to his place the next day and like the whole time he's not making a move or anything. So I'm like super confused. I go to leave and he gives me like this crazy passionate kiss or whatever. So I am still like totally confused. I'm like, does he want me? Does he not want me? Mm -hmm. Guys, I got friend zoned. Mm -hmm. Like it flipped on me. He was like, I thought, you know, that that, like I was finally giving him a shot and like poor guy, I've been friend zoning him for years. And then like I open up and we're like, this is back in the day. I'm going to like date myself. I'm old as fuck. But anyway, so we're like talking, we're chatting online in the chat days. And (laughs) I open up to him, like start to, you know, like, so what, like, what do you want to do kind of thing? And he fucking like, not rudely. Okay. But like, he was like. You know that song, Purple Rain? Yes. <laughs> yes. Right, I yes. Was like, yes. Oh, and I was like, oh my God, he's totally bringing it off. Like, this is oh. horrible. So it was horrible because then after that, I had to be like, no, it's cool. Like, I just totally want to be friends. Like, it's fine. Like, we're just totally friends. So you got friends zone. So I got friends zone. Did you zoned. become the, the shoulder to cry for him after that? Uh, not really necessarily because it was just like a thing of like... I mean, he was always, like, my buddy who listened to me. Yeah. But it was, but still, like, it was just, like, an awkward situation. And then, like, a few months later, I started dating the guy that I ended up marrying. Was That's a whole other, other fucking story because I'm divorced now. So that guy was a dick. But anyway, so, but I did run into this guy, like, at a wedding, like, at my mm-hmm. friend's wedding. <laughs> so here I am with, like, my husband at the time. Yeah. And, like, and I kid you not, it was, like the most nerve-wracking moment ever. I was, like, sweating like a whore in church. Yeah. Like, he, like, came up to me, and I was, like, cannot speak to this man Aww. right now. Like, because I because I think deep down, I was always, like, he's kind of, like, the one that got away from me. Do you know what I mean? That's really interesting. It's weird, right? Yeah. That's, like, a perspective I've never really thought about before, because I do think that your friends who were telling you that you were an asshole, I think they were wrong to assume necessarily that 
you were like withholding something from him that he wanted because it's like you know maybe he didn't want it maybe he was happy just having a friends with benefits and, yeah you know yeah. it's like I think that sometimes just people's assumptions of people based on like their gender sex or sexuality or whatever it's like you start to expect things of people without you know asking them or getting to know them and then you know sometimes you just and I'm not saying like you know I do this too I still do this all the yeah. time you know and it's uh, I'm, I'm always constantly finding myself surprised of like you know, someone doing something in a way that's like, oh man, I was like judging this person way too fucking hard or yeah. something. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. But you're like, right, right? Because maybe it was like based in like, I guess the traditional expectation that like he must want like a relationship with me or something, yeah. right? Cause, yeah. Because we had like some kind of an emotional bond as opposed to when you just like hook up with somebody, yeah. right? Yeah, that you don't really know, that you don't have a connection. Yeah. 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 That, that's, that's really cool though. <laughs> I, I, yeah, honestly, I can't, I, I, at this moment, maybe I have been friends zone. I, at the moment I can't think of anything and, you know, making this or listening to this podcast, I didn't think of anyone friend zoning me. I'll have to think about that because I'm sure yeah. there's been a guy, that, well, you know what? In New York, I slept with this, like, oh, he was the, like the most beautiful man in the world, honestly. He was a doctor. <laughs> And, of, you know, of course, I'm going to sleep with a freaking doctor. Yeah. Like, I always <laughs> I can't stand doctors. But, no, he was so beautiful. And, um, like, we hooked up maybe, like, three to five times or something. And the last time we hooked up, the condom came off. And I'm like, I don't know why it oh. came off. And I'm like, oh, what the shit. fuck? And then I told him, I was like, I'm going. I was like, I'm not. I was like, I have come inside me. I can't stay here. Like, no. Yeah. And my mom was like at my apartment in Brooklyn. Oh, and shit. I was like, I have to go back to my mom. That's scary. Yeah. yeah I'm just going to go like plan B real yeah, quick. And, and, um, no, he, yeah. Oh, and the next shit. day I called him and I was like, I, I just want to let you know that I'm pregnant because what happened oh. last night, I was like, I just know I'm pregnant. And he was like, oh, he's like, let me sell you. And I was like, that, I'm not going to fucking buy a plan B for something that you caused. You know? <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, I, I didn't hear from him after. Well, we texted, like. But, I mean, you weren't pregnant, though, right? I don't know. Okay. 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 It was okay. like, it was a joke. It was like, what I told him was, I took, there's this new innovative test that can, te- that can tell if someone, a woman's pregnant within eight hours of being. What? Okay, oh if someone God. comes in within eight hours. You can know your... And it was, you know, obviously a joke. Oh, but, I was about know, to say it. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Really? it's come a long way. Like, yeah. I missed that fucking memo. No, but then he called. He kept, like... He was, like, blowing up my phone because wow. he was working, but he was blowing up my phone. He was like, what are you talking about? I was like, I'm not... I was like, I, yeah, I'm pregnant. I was like, I never got, like, any money for Plan B or anything. So oh I'm clearly... And I'm like, oh it's God. been eight hours, and I'm like, I know that oh I am. Oh, my God. You're, and, you're the worst. like, we talked, like, a couple times after that over text but then I didn't hear from him and I didn't see him and then my last week um at the hospital like we worked together we were like on the same specialty or whatever I was like oh this is this is awkward and he was so he was acting all sweet you know but then we just never talked or whatever but you know he just saw me as a hookup so I think maybe it was like he friend zoned me but I haven't heard from him you know so I'm like man that's the one time that I got friend zoned by a very beautiful charming doctor so tall and beautiful yeah. but besides that you know it's like they talk about uh friend zoning it's like guys that do favors they're like the shoulder to cry oh, or yeah girl, you know they think that they're the there for them yeah. yeah um so but they're just saying that's like when you know your friend zone um they so call her daddy gives several steps for not steps but for um just ideas of what you can do to get out of the friend zone. And number one is leave him or her on red. I don't oh. know how it is in the gay community. Because. I don't know. I don't. I have not had a lot of experiences with 
either friend zoning other guys or being friend zoned with guys. I have friend zoned girls before. That was one thing I was gonna say because so I'm bisexual. Okay. Um. I was gonna say like I do know that girls get friend zoned because I have been the friend zoner before. Yeah. Uh, and it's always like. I guess when I did it, it was never, like, intentional, like, oh, I'm gonna lead this person on. It tended to be, it's just, like, I'm just really nice to people, and then sometimes people accidentally interpret that as, like, that I'm interested in them or something. Yeah. And then I realize later, it's like, I'll move, and, you know, it's, like, years later, and I'll look like, oh, my God, they liked me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. But do you think so. sometimes it's, like, unintentional? Because I don't know about you, but I feel like sometimes... I'll be talking to somebody or being friends with somebody, and then years later, they'll be like, I had feelings for you. And I'm yeah. like, you did? You're like, like what? I was so oblivious yeah. to this whole thing. Like, yeah. I don't know. I think it's also, like, the self-awareness or whatever. Because when I was younger, I never got the vibe that people liked me. I don't know if it was, like, a self-esteem thing, too. Like, mm-hmm. as a younger woman that I was like, guys don't like me. Like, why would guys like me? I know, yeah. You know what I mean? I don't know. I feel yeah. the same way now. Yeah. Still. Like, not the same way now, you don't but, like, my whole life, like I'm just like, I don't think anyone likes me. <laughs> <laughs> and I want to correct myself. I'm sorry. I I said that you're gay. Okay. And I, I, the one that I assume that you were gay, you know, I apologize. No, it's okay. So. No, and, and I think you're right. I mean, I'm absolutely sure that there is friend zoning in the gay community. I just haven't experienced it myself. Yeah. I don't know if I'm just lucky with every guy that I've had a relationship with. It's been, you know, it, it it happens, like, my relationships with men have happened faster than my relationships with women, I guess, mm-hmm. and, you know, I don't really know why that is, it just seems to happen to be the case, like, the, the time between I meet and become, like, a partner or intimate in any kind of way, it's like, the the length of time is longer with women than it is for men for yeah. some reason. I don't know why, but it's just hmm. like... That's okay. interesting. Yeah. So, one idea is leave her on red, or leave him on red, okay? So then they'll kind of be like, oh, he's not responding, or I saw that he read, but he's not responding. It's like, oh, <laughs> kind of like, oh, they don't think I'm important. Leave them on so something or this is, this is kind of like a toxic... Way oh, yeah. behavior. This is definitely toxic. Yeah. This is yeah. a call her daddy behavior. Yeah. For people that are in their like their twenties or still fooling around in their thirties oh, sure, or forties. Yeah. You know, you can do yeah, any yeah. age. You yeah. have fun. You yeah. want to play some games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing, number two, um, call them like a nickname like bro or bud. Oh yeah. But if it like to a girl, you know, I don't know how it is within the lesbian community. I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. My best friend, know. she's a le- one of my best friends. She's a lesbian, so I'll have to, to ask her. But she's been in a long term relationship. Yeah. So, and I don't know if she's ever, I'll have to talk to her and ask her if she's ever been friend zone. I'm like, let's get her on the phone right I mean, now. I'm sure that no. it's like a thing that happens across all like, you know, genders and sexualities. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like a, it's just a thing more, I think about like connecting with people and then being like, there's a disconnect, right? It's like miscommunication. Like the yeah. one person yeah. thought you wanted something and the other person's like, no, we, that's not what we are. You know what I mean? I do wonder, like, I think it it clearly does happen regardless of gender and sex, but I think, like, I wonder if there is some kind of disproportionality. Like, I do wonder if it happens more to men or maybe it doesn't. Maybe we just hear about it happening to men more often, you know? It's like, I don't know. Yeah. It could be something like that. Because maybe guys can be, you know, maybe guys who are, like, desperate. Maybe they complain about it more. Yeah, or, or like, you know, women, you know, also women who are desperate, maybe they, like, adore a man who's, like, you know, 
high and mighty or something, or maybe they're just like friend zoned. I also think that sometimes as women, like at least in I think in like straight relationships, I feel like women tend to put up with like a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So then yeah. we're always like, no, it's cool if he just wants to be friends. Like he'll eventually like me or something. Yeah. Like I've yeah. I've heard a lot of friends like say that kind of stuff to me where I'm like. No, girl, if he's not interested in you, like, it's not going to yeah, happen. Yeah, he's, what like, nodding that into you. That know? is something you know? interesting. I can't remember what the other thing I was I realized was, but it was, like, sometimes there's, like, these things, like, stereotypes about gender, and it's, like, we think, oh, it only happens in, it's a demand or only to women, and then it's, like, oh, no, there, there is, yeah. like, a, a counterpart. It's, like, this is that for women or this is that for men yeah like the same kind of thing kind of like mirrored you know totally so that that could be kind of like what that is like that's like yeah. the mirror image of being friend zoned like from a mm-hmm. woman's perspective or yeah something. and totally. it just this does happen to all yeah. you know backgrounds all uh like sexual backgrounds and yeah. like everyone women and yeah. men and or yeah. you know um but these this is a toxic way to deal with it yeah, yeah. Yes. I've, oh, yeah. I've, never, I've, I've never thought about using leaving someone on red as a weapon. It's yeah. interesting. Yeah. It's or, true. or a device. Yeah. So I, wonder, you. I wonder how straight men or straight straight men would feel about that. Maybe like if the guy is friend zoning the girl. Or how would this how would the woman I don't know. Feel like? I honestly it, think which, that it's more about availability. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like rather than gender, but like I think it's more of like if you're too available to a person, I think mm-hmm. that that's what that's about, right? It's like if you're available all the time to that yeah. person, then they don't really value you. Where if, like if you leave them on red, they're like, why the hell is this person not calling you back yeah. or like texting you back? Like, where's my usual dependable like shoulder to cry on? Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So you kind of flip it on its head by leaving them on red because then they're like, well, fuck you, I'm not available. Like, get used to not having me around or oh. something. I don't know, that's like that's the way that I think of it. Cause then that's I'd be like if I was a custom, I'm putting myself back into the shoes of like the asshole who, you know, put whatever that was in that that's situation. Okay. <laughs> and I was thinking, you know, I mean like if I was to be like, Oh, he's not he's not available? Like what's what's going what on here? Exactly. Is there something right? wrong with me? Yeah. It would probably like irritate me a little bit or I'd be like, Oh shit, like maybe I need to try harder to I don't know, that be around. That's interesting him. and I think that that depends I don't think that would always work because I think that it also, it would only work on someone I think that kind of has that insecurity already. I don't know how many people feel that way. I used to get really insecure when people left me on red and recently for some reason I just kind of got over it. Yeah, you're just like, it's whatever. Yeah, and it it wasn't even necessarily for relationships. It was just like, if I met someone and texted them something and then I realized they didn't answer me back. I'm like, did I say something weird? You know, because, like, my whole life I've always, like, had a weird, uh, like, understanding of social skills and just, like, I just say weird shit and then I don't, you know, sometimes, like, I I have, like, no filter and I'm like, Mm -hmm. did I say something fucked up? Like, what did I do? Yeah. And recently I've just kind of, like, well, if I did, then whatever. And most of the time I realized, like, when someone leaves me on red, it's just, like, they just forgot or they were busy yeah. or something. Yeah. You know? it, it's Very almost true. never a bad... It's n- never that they're actually trying to hurt me. You know? yeah. yeah, and even if they're, like, offended by something you said, then there's obviously, like, yeah. you know, something wrong with, with you. No, with them or me or, or, or at the very least, it could just mean just that, kidding. like, I'm not a compatible person yeah, with them. And like, it's like, yeah. why would I want to spend my time yeah. with them anyway? Your energies are off or, you know, maybe, like, if you're, like, they have a reflection of themselves on you. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, you they're know. projecting it. Yeah, I, they're projecting I will say, so. though, honestly, I think it also is a little bit maybe, like, even age and stuff like that, though, because... Yeah. 
20-year-old me would have been super fucked up if I was like, but I texted him like three hours ago. What the hell, yeah. you know? Yeah. Like, I think that that kind of stuff used to bother me a lot more when I was younger than like now. And I think, yeah. you know, now I'm just like, well, whatever. Like, well, and it's now, like, I'm, I'm only 24, but it's like, I've had that same experience of, you know, like when I was like 18, 19, 20, or even mm-hmm. like in high school, uh, you know, stuff like that used to make me so fucking anxious. Mm-hmm. And, um, but it's just, I guess it's like back then, you know, like sex and romance and all that stuff was all brand new. And so there, you had that sense of desperation of like, it always felt like any, at least for me, any chance to have a relationship or some kind of affection or intimacy was like, I have to do this now or it's like the last chance or I'm yeah. never going to fall. Or I'm never, I'm never going to, they're never going to give me another chance. Now I, I have some like experience under my belt and I'm just going to like, oh, whatever, you know, it's like. Maybe this person will be nothing in my future, and it doesn't fucking matter because I'll meet someone else. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what's sad is that I'm barely realizing that now. <laughs> oh, it's okay. no, <laughs> I, think, everyone goes at the yeah, yeah. You know, but you know, I think both you and yeah. Anna, like both of us, we both mm-hmm. were in a really long relationship. Yeah. And I had no relationship ex- or like anybody else experience before. Yeah. The man I was with until mm-hmm. yeah I broke like after being twenty eight. Oh, I was a total hoe before. Yeah, I, so. <laughs> like, I, wasn't, I, I never did that until I was like twenty eight or twenty seven. Yeah. I started doing that, but now I'm in my thirties and I'm like kind of slowing down a little bit. Yeah, you know, after coming back from New York because I was living in New York by the way by podcasters. I'll be back. Is, is back New home. York a horny place? There's a <laughs> lot of beautiful people, and uh. it is. I'm sure. I, I'm sure, yeah, no, 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 the cat calling is insane. Oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can find a yeah. boyfriend easily, so easily in New York, but by the way that the men cat call you, yeah. you think you can get a boyfriend, but it's like, it's, I don't even know, it's, it's just crazy. Someone was talking to me about cat calling the other day, and so I've had a little bit of experience with that myself, but not as much, I think, as... Uh, most women, because I haven't dressed, you know, effeminately my whole life, but I do experience it more frequently when I'm, like, wearing makeup and a dress and yeah. stuff like that in public. And some of it's, like, attention that I like, and some of it's, like, attention that I really, really don't want. Yeah. Um, but, like, my friend was talking about catcalling, and, like, do you think that when men or, or anyone catcalls someone, it's, like, are they really doing that because they think that's going to help them get laid or yeah. is it like a yes a power thing because it's like if you if you're driving by and you cat call someone from your car it's like what are you going to do now you know it's like right? it's like yeah. is that how you going to woo me to get in your yeah. car no it definitely is both power and yeah. to try to get them because i'm yeah. sure there's women who would be down to do that i'm sure and possibly someone who's a yeah. sex worker yeah you know yeah. that's work for them you know and that's something that men yeah. experience because they experience yeah. catcalling and it does lead to them getting laid. Yeah. I actually was watching like this. So like, this is just like somebody I follow on TikTok. I forget her handle, but like she kind of, she does this like for fun. She like flips that on her on its head. Right. So she'll like catcall guys. Oh yes. <laughs> You've seen her. Yes. Like They're... she'll like roll down her window and be like, Hey daddy, like whatever, you know? Yeah. And then, and the guys will always be like, Oh my God. Like they're like, get just as bashful. Yeah. They're you like, know? Oh, you Which look is... like you can fix my car. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you look like you could take care of my kids. Like, you know, just, like, all this this stuff that she, like, yells out that's, like, funny. But also, I feel like it's, like, there's a weird thing about safety there, too, though. You know what I mean? Because there's yeah. not, like, a weird safety, like, layer when it's, like, a woman doing it to a guy like that. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, a joking layer to it. 
Whereas I feel like in New York, because I've been in New York a bunch of times, yeah. right? Like I, um, I was telling just like, so my sisters live in New York too, so I go like, you know, whenever I can. And the cat calling, yes, it's totally it's out of control. It's crazy. You can't walk one block. But it's very, it's very around. harassment. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like sometimes they'll say some really dirty shit to yeah. you. There and then are that's some when very it, like, clever. Ooh. Yeah, some I've, of them are. <laughs> I've, okay, honestly, there, there has been, I've had so many cat calls where I'm just like, that, my heart just beat, Aww. like, really, like, gently for oh. you. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, and then there's, there's, like, the line between, is this cat calling or is this a compliment? Like, or... someone being sweet, yeah. Yeah. Like, they would say, like, really sweet things to me. Like, there was this one homeless man who, um, he, oh, my God, he had so much wit. It, okay, oh. I was walking on the street, you know, going to the subway, and he was like, hey, miss, hey, miss, you dropped something. Miss, you dropped something. And I turned, I wasn't going to turn around, but I turned around, I looked down, and he was like, it was my heart. <laughs> I was like, ah! I was like, where are you? Cute. See, those I can totally be like, oh, you're so sweet. Yeah, like, I, and I smiled and I laughed. I was like, I rolled oh my eyes a little God. bit like in a coyish way. I mean, way, that, that does, I guess, kind of just like playful, you know? That's, yeah. That, yeah. that doesn't always seem that harmful to me. No. Yeah. And there was just a lot of men who would, you know, say just, I really hope you have a good day. You look yeah. amazing. You yeah. know, just like yeah. really sweet stuff. Yeah. But then there was a lot of men who um, would catcall from their car and, you know, yeah. say, like, you're, like, give me your number. Anyway, the saddest time that I got catcalled was when I was waiting for the bus, and there was this guy who had, like, a three-year-old little girl in a stroller. Oh, oh no. God. And he was like, hey, sexy, sexy, oh, give me your number. And no. I was like, dude, what are you dude, teaching this little girl, yeah. this beautiful little girl? What are you teaching her? That's like, nice. oh, dude, yeah. that's horrible. Okay, number three, they say. Oh, we're coming full, full circle. Okay, nice. full circle back. <laughs> To how to get out of the friend zone. Number three, they say. Yeah, we never figured it out. Yeah, <laughs> just punch him in the back of the head. Oh my! <laughs> that, was that was a joke. That was a oh, joke. That was a I joke. Mean, I was like, wait, what? No. <laughs> so you want to think you like want to be in the friend zone and you're a guy and you know you're like, hey, bro, what's up, dude? And you like punch him in the shoulder. You're like, but then you end up knocking them out. You know. Oh my <laughs> but god. Joke. Don't do that. But maybe like a soft little punch and just be like, but not make it cute. I don't know. Yeah, I was gonna say <laughs> that 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 could be a turn off for yeah. some people. Right. <laughs> So maybe, but that was a joke on Call Her Daddy's end, honestly. Uh, but they said, actually find her a, oh yeah, find a, like a really hot nude that you have, okay? And say, show her, this is for straight people, mm -hmm. for like guys to girls. Maybe even like, I don't know if girls can do this to guys, but they said, show, show her a, a like really hot nude. Just be like, I haven't talked to this chick. She sent me this nude. Like, should I bang her? Blah, blah, blah. Oh. And then just see like, you know, the, the light in her eyes glow up and just be like, ah. Oh! You know, because make her jealous. Yeah, because a lot of girls with yeah, okay. attention, they you know they yeah. and if it's someone, especially a guy that is they friend zone, it's not their brother or their cousin. Yeah, you know, they're gonna be like, but like if somebody like that, my brother or my cousin showed me, I'd be like, dude, I don't fucking care what you do. You're disgusting. You know, right, like right. I hate you. Get away from me. But you know, like if someone who's your friend, <laughs> not blood related, obviously, um, <laughs> that's gonna make her a little bit jealous. I think you would make. Wait, so is this is this like you're like making up a story? They're or saying there's they're they're saying yeah these are the some like steps some things that you can do to get out of the friend zone if you're a guy. no no but I mean like if the sending the nude thing it's like yeah oh, yeah, yeah it's like a you're story lying yeah. and you're telling making them yeah. that that you're sending it to someone else or gonna send no it, to it like that you have a, a, a nude from a girl. 
And you say, this girl sent oh. me this nude. She wants to bang. Do you think I should bang? I she thought you meant, so like, yeah, the guy sending first. a nude of himself. Like, I'm going to yeah. send this no. nude to my girlfriend. No. Is it hot enough or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although that, I think, could also work. Because you'd be like, check out my nude. That's, that's what enough. I was... Maybe that's the yeah. gay side of my brain. Thinking <laughs> differently about it or right. something. <laughs> Yeah. Um, yeah. Wow, so so you're like making up like a whole lie that you're gonna send that you're like that you're gonna possibly hook up with this person. Yeah, and try to make them a little bit yeah. jealous because if they do deep down inside really like you, then they're yeah. just gonna be like, oh, like why don't you know? Oh, maybe like send a, ask her to send you a nude like this one, and she'll send him a pic of a nude or something. Oh, but I this is like playing games. That's hard, I think, because it's like, would anybody do that? For real, would anybody really send someone a, like a nude of someone else just to say, "Hey, look at this"? Maybe you're like hanging out. Maybe this is like a scenario. Maybe they're hanging you out in person, and you'd be like, "Hey, this girl's text me. She's saying I should go over right now. This is what she looks like. Do you think I should bang her?" Something like that. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, yes, I, I see what you're definitely saying. Definitely yeah. do that. I'm, one of my friends does that often. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I've sent dick pics and nudes that of myself yeah. and from other guys yeah. to like a group text of girlfriends and mm-hmm. been like, what do you think of this, this cock right here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And no, I'm like, should I see that? I don't know. <laughs> we were, oh my God. So recently I went on this, this is like slight, slight side note, but totally related to this. So I was like on this like party bus type thing going wine tasting recently cool. with a couple friends, like a fun. bunch of friends. And one of the, one of the ladies on the, on the bus was like, Check out this guy. Like she was like showing like these pictures of these guys, and so she's like swiping through the pictures in her phone, <laughs> in her phone <gasps> of these dudes. Oh, and then one of them is like full nude, oh. like just like freaking schlong, like all of a sudden, yeah. And we're all like, holy shit! Like we're just like oh, no. busting up laughing, and she's like, oh my bad, but it was like. Not even like super shocked. So I was like, "Oh, that's, we just that's totally saw." She's like, "Whoops, I'm gonna get to you." Yeah. I, I worry about that sometimes because like I haven't accidentally flashed anyone that way. But ever since I started doing like online sex work and stuff, I have like a lot of nudes. I just leave in my phone that I don't move to any other folder just because like I procrastinate to do that. And then sometimes I'm like, I'm I'll, like, "Hey, look at this cool picture of like a frog or something." I don't fucking know. And then they'll just like. <laughs> Well, this like keep swiping. I'm like, whoa! You're like, don't a, swipe! No, no, Wait, stop. stop! Stop swiping! Yeah, yeah. yeah no. And I think yeah. that's something you got to tell your remind your parents. Okay, oh. don't look. Jeez. You're looking at your phone, and you're looking at they're looking at your pictures. You're gonna tell my phone to my parents. Don't swipe anymore because yeah. my both my parents have tried to. And I'm just like, don't. Yeah, it's go always, any further it's because older people. Yeah, yeah and it's like you're the etiquette. Yeah, of and I'm like, your daughter is a hoe, and I'm sorry, but it's like, don't continue to swipe through the pictures. No. no. Okay, so yeah. another tip is stop liking their pictures on Instagram. Mm. You are, you know, it's like someone who you're, you're, oh, your friend. Okay. You know, you like your friends' pictures. You know, yeah. so when you, you like them and then you like them and you like them and then you stop, they're just be like, why don't they like them? Why don't I get a like from them? You know, mm-hmm. some people, it doesn't work for everyone. Cause maybe some people don't always follow all their likes. Maybe they have so many followers and they don't see how many Yeah. They likes. might not even notice, yeah. but it's like, they I, may I, not I, even notice. so far that does seem like that would probably be the most practical one out of all the ones we've talked about so far. I think. Yeah. Just Either way, you know, don't you think it's all like related to attention though? You know what I mean? Yes, like giving like, them attention, giving them less attention. You're giving them less attention. Yeah. You're not responding to their texts. I mean, I don't think... You're not liking their Instagrams, like... I don't think it would work on me if someone stopped interacting with me to make me jealous. I think I would just kind of lose interest in them. But yeah. I also don't know if most men or women or anybody... You know, maybe I'm just weird, you know?
know. <laughs> but like, yeah. that I don't think that would work on me. But I do think. Um, no, I don't know. I do think you're right it, that it's like when you're just liking someone's photos a lot. I don't know. It's it's a really weird thing because it's it is such a insignificant action to just like someone's photo. Yeah. But for some reason. That has a lot of meaning for some reason. Yeah, we've made it into some, a thing now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a all, huge it feels thing. obligatory. It's, it's, you know what I do experience is sometimes when it's like I'll post a bunch of things and I get like the same people liking every time. It's like okay, this person, this person, this person, and then I'll post one and it'll be like some of the same people, and then one of the regular people doesn't, and I'm like, why didn't they like it? They're supposed to like it. They yeah. always like all my other ones. Yeah. You know? and yeah. It's, like, maybe they just didn't see it or something, or, like, I feel like cares? sometimes people also kind of like your stuff, like, I don't know. Like, I have, like, guys that, like, I've hooked up with before who are friends with me on, like, whatever social media, mm-hmm. and every once in a while they'll just, like, like, like a picture, stuff. and yeah. then I'm like, huh, well, you just want to be, like, in the woodworks, like, yeah. just so that you, I know that you saw my picture, you know what um, I mean? Yeah. So I feel like that it's like this weird thing that we've created with social media now where it's like it's, so its own strange. little... Or they watch your story, you're like, like why yes. the fuck are you it's watching like, my story? Why are you it's watching like my life? Yeah. Yes. You know, totally. you know and that, that's weird, and that's happened, like, I've been on the other end of that accidentally, where it was like, I don't go on Twitter anymore because it makes me horribly depressed and angry, but I, I used to go on Twitter and... Um, I just kind of, I was very nonchalant about following people and liking people's stuff on there. I was just like, okay, whatever, follow you, follow you, that's a cool tweet, whatever. And, um, uh, I just followed this girl, I didn't know much about her at all. Um, I think we had, like, messaged a couple times, I didn't have any interest in her, I didn't think she had any interest in me. And I was just liking her tweets, and then one day she messaged me and she said, Hey dude, you've been liking my tweets randomly, it's kind of creepy. And I'm like... Sorry, they were just coming up, and I was liking them. You yeah. know, it was like it, yeah. from my perspective, it was like I wasn't trying to mean anything by it. But exactly. like from her perspective, it's like maybe she's had experiences where someone who like kind of randomly liked their posts or whatever, like then tried to create something with her or something. Well, know? I think that it's like a weird sign these days, right? That somebody's interested because that's what it's like become basically now, right? Mm-hmm. So. Like, I know, I don't know about you, but I get, like, a lot of, or, like, either one of you, but I get, um, like, fake people, basically, that will, like, all automatic, because my, so my Instagram is public, it's yeah. not, like, it's not a private account, yeah. right? Um, just because I do a lot of other things in town, so I'm like, ah, oh, follow me, whatever. Yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, I'll get, like, these, like, either fake people, bots, or maybe, I don't even know if they're real, but... It'll be like so and so liked your picture, and then all of a sudden it'll be like they liked like ten of my yeah. pictures. Yeah, I've got a bunch. Do you know what I mean? So then it's like super creepy, and then it's like if it is a real person, even creepier, yeah. right? So then I usually am just like, well, block that guy, like whatever, you know? Yeah. But I do think that it's become like a weird social thing now. It is, yeah. You know, where there is it means something. It now. does. It's so strange. I don't. I don't know. There was this one guy that I don't really know, but I did hook up with him I don't know if I really count it because it was like there was a condom involved of course and it was only like two minutes oh, yeah. but it wasn't that he finished it was just that it was, so, it was, it was like 7 a.m. yeah mm-hmm. after partying all night at my house like I gotcha. had a party at my house and he I, just like stayed I was so drunk and I would count that I don't, I don't think that you need to finish in order for to count as sex neither yeah. neither of us finished yeah. I just was like you need yeah. to stop because oh, we were just so yeah. drunk and then you know it was yeah. so early and like he I 
went out and I, I don't know I did something in my kitchen and then I went back like literally a minute later and he was like passed out okay. and so I turned on the lights I was like you need to get out get out <laughs> and so I kicked him out it was like 7 and 7 30 in the morning and he oh was like God. freaking out and I locked him outside he was like baby I was like so <laughs> that was so drunk on whiskey and tequila still so I was like just get out you know and, and I told him I was like I'm just a whole, and you're just a whole, so get out. Oh, my God. <laughs> so dramatic. But him, we still follow each other on social media. And he did contact me afterwards a couple times. And I kind of made it like a yeah. a vague response of like, you know, it kind of trickled off or whatever. But yeah. he'll like my photos and then I'll like his photos sometimes too. Yeah. Mm. So, but I don't feel like it's creepy. And I'm now wondering, does he think I'm creepy? Because <laughs> oh. I'm like kicking his ass out of my house and like not, yeah. <laughs> he might not even remember. I mean, yeah, I don't know if you guys were like, you know, super drunk. Maybe he doesn't even remember what happened. Oh, he know? does. Oh, yeah. he does. Yeah, okay. he, he, he has to. <laughs> yeah, he probably, like, oh, he does. Yeah, but it's like he, you know, he, my, uh, I met him because it was one of my girlfriend's friend mm-hmm. oh. and um, she actually like years ago slept with him. So it was oh, like, wow. <laughs> oh, wow. it's, you know, kind of funny Fun thing, times. but we like each other's pictures. I don't think it's weird. He seems sweet, you know, Yeah. but whatever. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he, he was drunk too. And he's like, I'm sure like if something like that happened to me, I'd probably look back and think, okay, yeah, we were both kind of fucked up. And yeah. It was just something yeah, that just, you know, we yeah, were just like horny and fucked up or whatever. Yeah. Okay. So the daddy gang, they move on to something else. Okay. Masturbating. Oh. They talk about, uh, you know, like the difference between guys and girls. Oh, this isn't about friend zone anymore? They're moving on. Switching gears. Switching gears. Okay, okay. So, yeah, they move different topics, but the, the main topic was friend zone. But, like, towards the end of the episode, they'll bring up different things and they'll go on fan questions. Mm-hmm. So, they always, you know, it's so welcome. It's not welcome, but it's so openly talked about and it's like, accepted for men to masturbate Mm -hmm. but for women women masturbate it's like oh you're weird oh you know it's like oh be ashamed to masturbate and that's like a huge thing yeah i don't get that i tried to masturbate growing up when i was like going through puberty and stuff like i remember going through puberty that was like a traumatic experience for me um and just like having you know i didn't know what a vagina or a penis was for the longest time and then seeing that on myself i was just like well like i was really curious but then i was also really hindered and afraid i i had that similar experience puberty was like really like traumatizing to me too yeah it was um I do think it's that de- I'll be honest, and like I'm not proud of this either. But like when I was younger, I was really surprised when I finally found out that women masturbate. Like when I was a kid, yeah. Like I didn't think I didn't know they did because you know no one ever talked about it. Like even like on the playground no. at school and stuff. And, I didn't think that either. I not until like I think that the first time that I successfully masturbated, I was like 22. Wow. Yeah. But the other times I I tried and I just didn't really know. Like, I was like, oh, I'm, I'm wrong for I doing this. I know what you mean. I was kind of late, too. I think um, the first time I really came, I think, was like 17, 18 mm-hmm. or something like that, which I've heard that, like, for most guys, they start younger, like, you know, like, even 12 and yeah. stuff like that, and... Um, and for me, I think it really was just, like, I remember getting hornier, like, when I was younger. Like, I was horny since I was, like, 12, 13, 14. Uh, but I didn't really masturbate because, uh, like, I was just afraid of it. I didn't really know what it was. Yeah. There was one time when I was younger, like, 13 or 14, where I think, like, I came 
and I didn't know what it was. And I was like, what the fuck is happening to my dick? Yeah. Like, oh, wow. Because, like, my parents, I never had a talk with my parents. Everything yeah. I learned was from, like, the mm-hmm. playground and, you know, shit. And they don't have good sex education at school either, so I didn't learn anything for this. I didn't know yeah. what was happening to me. And so I just avoided it. And I was just like, I would just have horny thoughts, uh, maybe touch myself a little, but I would never masturbate till I came until I was like in late high school. And then I was like, oh, wow, this is fun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I guess I'm I'm just different. I'm like, what? <laughs> you're like, I want to hear your What do you so, got? Well, okay, so I'll say, I'll just preface this with like, okay, this is like my short version of like traumatic story or whatever, but... I think that I went through, like, a whole phase of just, like, being super exploratory because when I was, like, uh, freshman in college, right, like, mm-hmm. uh, just turned 18, basically, pretty much, like, a couple months before that, so I got roofied, which was horrible. Oh, no. Yeah, it was horrible. Got roofied and, like, in college and assaulted and stuff, and so I think after that, like, my healing process was, like, I need to make sex a positive thing. Mm-hmm. So I spent like a good like basically the inti- that happened like in January and then like summertime I went fucking buck wild like I was like just the whole thing like I like bought a vibrator and started sleeping around and was doing all the things because I was like this needs to be like a good thing in my life yeah. do you know what I mean so I was like on a fucking like sex revenge mode yeah. <laughs> it was weird but like it worked for me you know because it was like I need to feel like I can move this to a different space for myself to move past it. So yeah. that, is, that I'm was... so glad you talked about because I think I'm kind of going through that right now, honestly. Yeah. Like a, a guy was raped a couple of years ago and I had I I was only just starting to do like pole dancing and stuff back then. It wasn't like a big part of my life yet. And I think after that happened and after it, it took me a while to like get over that um and you know, like a, my friends were there to support me and stuff, but like right now, I'm just like you know, I've I've been, you know, have uh, I've just been having like a lot of sexy times lately, and yeah. and just and I've been like like getting into doing sex work, and I've been really confident in myself like more than ever, and and it, confident in my body and 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 my sexuality and everything, and I think it's just because like I had that experience, and then after healing, it's like now it's like you know, Newton's law, like the, the equal and opposite reaction. Mm-hmm. It's like that happened to me and I felt horrible about myself and I felt embarrassed and humiliated and felt like I didn't want to have sex and like, you know, uh, peop- everyone who reminded me of that person, mm-hmm. it, like it, it just felt disgusting, you know, mm-hmm. I didn't want to watch porn or anything. And now it's like now that I'm, I've pretty much mostly healed from that, it's like now the opposite's happening and I'm compensating for all the shame that I felt and I'm just like really happy and horny and, and just going out and doing shit. You know? that's, that's good to hear. So yeah. hear that, the girls, theys, and gays. The girls, gays, and theys. <laughs> and for the boys, too. Straight, gay, trans, everyone. You know, I've been sexually assaulted multiple times in my life, and it's taken me a really long time. A lot of us have. A lot of people have been sexually assaulted, and that really yeah. puts a huge damper on your life. I think more people and, are than we yeah, realize because it's, it's so, so hard to true. Talk about. Yes, yeah. it's very true. And I think there's even people who are sexually assaulted and they don't realize they were sexually yeah. assaulted or oh, they God, deny yeah. it in themselves. They're like, no, I didn't accept they're... it for like a good three years. Yeah, yeah. it takes you know, some time, you know? Because especially because I couldn't remember a lot of it. So yeah. then I was like, did this happen? Did this not happen? Yeah. And it was a person I knew, which is like so stereotypical, right? But like, 
So like it, that's, it, that's it was like a mutual a friend yeah. of people and no, I've never been more. I think that yeah. that you, most rape is someone that you know and that you think you yeah. trust more often than like a back alley you random yeah, but that happens too. Yeah, yeah. But, but it's a lot of times it's someone that you know. But yeah. just know that it's okay. Like yeah. it's not okay to rape. Yeah. But it's okay if you ever have been sexually assaulted. Or well, raped. yeah, it's uh, being a right. victim yeah. is your yeah. fault. It's, it's nothing to be ashamed of. Yeah. yeah, and it's like something to grow from, and it's taken. You know, I feel like it's taken like. 10 or 15 years of my life to get over that. And it's, which is fine. And that's the time, like my body takes some time. I need time to move through emotions and through, you know, other things, but whatever. But, you know, it's just like, it's okay. And it's okay. Like for, you know, for girls too, a lot of us are, you know, told to be ashamed of, you know, that your, your vagina is ugly. It's not a pretty thing. You know, on the call her daddy gang, they say, you know, look at your vagina, look at yourself, like look at yourself, love yourself because this is the way you were born and there is nothing wrong with you. And if someone has a problem with the way that you look or the way that you look down there or the way you are down there, then fuck them. Yeah. Yeah. Look at yourself, love yourself, you know, get therapy, go through the things that you need to do to heal. Um, if you do have opportunity in that moment, you're getting raped in that moment, kill the motherfucker. Yeah. (laughs) Because you legally can. Okay. And there's times where I still, I have to check myself a lot because there are times where I think about, the men who hurt me and I think about things how I would should have hurt them and how I wish I hurt them yeah, but, but I, I, can't, can't, I can't change what happened in the past when, when, exactly. when, when I was still going through it I just remember I like was apologizing for that person you know thinking like you know okay no I, I, like, I was making excuses yeah. for them because I didn't want to accept what had like happened what happened yeah. Stuff, you know? yeah it's it's a very deep dark road but at the at the end of the road is the light, you know, yeah, and it's the time to be a hoe. It's wonderful too <laughs> because it's I, like I'm glad that this topic came up because uh, you know for a while when it was still like fresh, I couldn't talk about it without not crying. Yeah, and, you know this right now is like you know I can just kind of let it out now. I don't feel like I have to cry talking yeah. about it. Yeah, and it's yeah. it's not like. Like, I couldn't even talk about it whatsoever, but now I openly talk about it to a lot of people yeah. who, you know, even ask me about it, or, like, the topic comes up like this, I'll, yeah. I'm so open about it. Yeah. But it's, like, I feel so bad. I have this one friend that, like, you know, because I have a lot of house parties, mm-hmm. yeah. and if the night goes the way it goes, and I end up drinking whiskey, which I'm, I don't like drinking whiskey, but <laughs> if I drink too much red wine and then some tequila, then if someone gives me whiskey, I'm like, eh, okay. Yeah. But when that whiskey gets in my mouth, man, then I, I, this one friend I have, Jermaine, he, I will tell him about all the times I've been sexually assaulted. And I'm like, and I'm like now I'm just like, I will make you my victim anymore. I'm so sorry. I'm making you like a victim. No, but it's true because it's like something about like all of your walls come down yeah. sometimes when you're like, you know, you become vulnerable. Some people I think yeah. can be like, vicariously traumatized, you know, but definitely. It's like, so I should, I'm just not going to do that. No, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm that problem too. I, I'm an overshare and I, I sometimes don't Sorry. read this again. I don't realize in the moment that it's like, Oh, I forgot that like whatever topic this is, is like maybe not comfortable for this person or something, you know, yeah, that's something I have to remind yeah. myself of. Yeah. I do think, so one thing I would share with you guys just that I learned in therapy was just that it's actually really normal to go through like a phase of promiscuity or like, wanting to like make sex a positive thing after an assault yeah. so something that like you know I remember learning that in therapy and being like okay so it's not like I'm not weird or it wasn't like wrong That's of me to do that but it was the way that like she explained it to me the, the therapist I was working with she was like it was your path to self-love like you mm-hmm. had to go through 
the shame of it first and then finally come to the realization that it wasn't your fault and then coming through like this phase of making it into a positive That's thing in really your life, you know, which I think, I mean, now, you know, like now I'm like with people that I know, like I've, you know, I've actually thought about even doing like the thing on the side of like selling vibrators and stuff like that. Cause like, Ooh. I'm like, you know, this is a thing that like, to me, I just, I'm a big proponent for like women should totally be okay with masturbation because it's such a normal like thing and there's yeah. so many, there's actually like a lot of <laughs> whatever not to like go down that route but there's a lot of research on like why it's actually really good for your body it, is. it does like all kinds of really good things for your body yeah. it's good for your emotions too you know? yes yeah. it's, it's a total like, boost right like yeah. it's good for you but i've i've had so many friends that literally are like super shy about talking about it yeah. or they're like oh god no i don't do that like that's mm-hmm. dirty and I'm just like, really? Yeah, you no, it's not. Else? I think one of the reasons why it's more normalized for men is because when I was growing up, like, people talked about masturbating, and it was always kind of with humor. You know, it's just funny. You yeah. guys like to talk, like, make jokes about cum, you know? Yeah. And, and uh, but I don't remember hearing that many jokes comparatively that had to do with like you know female masturbation yeah no like yeah girls don't go talking about like it's, it's like the beam this week yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? exactly like, <laughs> it's a double standard humor is a great way to like normalize things yeah, yeah. Totally. I mean I think it wasn't until like well into being like a full you know full grown adult essentially which I always refer to as like from my 20s and beyond you know where I finally had like legit friendships where we could be like Yes, I bought this vibrator or whatever, you know what I mean? Or like we yeah. could like go to like a store together and like go look at toys yeah. and stuff like that. But it but it's also only like certain friends. Do you know yeah, what I mean? No, yeah, yeah. You can't do that with every friend. It's no, only certain friends. You can't you can do it with every with. friend. Yeah. You know, I remember we were out at like this, we were on this like trip with like a bunch of girlfriends um, a couple years ago, and this topic came up. Yeah. Right? Like, because people were like, oh, we were just like joking about like masturbation and stuff among a bunch of girlfriends. And one of the girls was like Oh, no. Oh, no, no. Like, she was very, like, God, no. Like, not me. You know what I mean? And then what's <laughs> ironic is, so sometimes I do tarot card readings. Cool. <laughs> and so I did this tarot card reading for her. And the cards that came up were, like, all about, like, you need to, you know, basically go live your best life. And then there was, like, a goddess card, whatever, because I have, like, two decks. And the goddess card one was, like... Basically, like, go, you know, reach your, reach your organism, <laughs> like, be <laughs> passionate, whatever. And I was like, ha, ha, ha. Oh, like, no. like, the cards are telling you, you gotta go you flick that bean girl. girl. Like, go <laughs> do it. Just go do it. Yeah. So we were all cracking up laughing, but I was like, I mean, honestly, like, there's, one, there's nothing wrong with it. Yeah. But two, I feel like the more we normalize, like, this is just something everybody does, like, yeah. no big deal, you know? Mm-hmm. It's totally fine. I'm actually so, uh, whatever, I'm gonna say this, but, like, so my current boyfriend is like totally cool with it. Like he's just That's like cool. whatever because because we joke that like I'm insatiable or whatever. <laughs> like I'm just like I don't know, it's like a weird thing for me. But so you know, even if, sometimes even if we have sex, like he'll like I'll just be like, I'm just gonna go one more round on my own. Is that cool? Like it's fine. Oh my you know God. I, mean? it's nice. I know, right? But like and he's totally cool with it. He's like yeah, go yeah, for it. Like, like you know, I, maybe, I, I understand. You know what would be wrong with it? You know, it's, like, it's so refreshing, though, honestly, because I feel like I've been with people before who are like, "God, like, what the fuck?" You they know, get, like, like wasn't I enough it? for you or yeah. whatever? You know, or that kind of thing. No, that that's them putting their insecurity on you. Yeah. That's not you at all. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I know that I can't masturbate at the beginning of my day because then everything is just like. 
fucked up. You know, like I can't because I, I go to the gym and I go to pole and I'm so much weaker and I can't. Yeah. Do, oh really? You know, Mine, I, can't, I, I like, get I'm not weird. My it. head gets weird. It's like I, I usually I try to masturbate at the end of the day, like right before I go to sleep. Like I can't do. Yeah, you can't do anything before you. Yeah, it's because it's like it's like if I master wake up and masturbate, then it's just like well. I would just go stay, stay in bed. bed. Exactly. It's like, I already, I already <laughs> did the best thing I can do today. Right? <laughs> Fuck it. Yeah. Okay. I, so, I, think so, it dep- I think it depends on my energy, you know? But I think sex too, well, okay, like, on whatever, on my own, I guess it's different. But, like, I was thinking about, like, the, the transfer of energy, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, we joke all the time that, like, sometimes, like, I'm, like, the dude and we'll fall asleep afterward. Yeah. <laughs> and other times, like, he'll fall asleep. And I'm, like, it's the exchange of energy. Like, one of us has to, like, suck the energy from the other one, basically. And then yeah. that's, that's that. Mm-hmm. But I think when you're on your own, like, where's it supposed to go? Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's, like, you just lose it. I never thought about that. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, I always just yeah. kind of thought about it as, like, going, like, a, like an Ouroboros. You know? It's, like, you're, you're, the energy's just going in a circle or something, you know? Ah. But, but I don't know, because I do feel really tired after, or just yeah. like, maybe not tired, but I just feel like, you know, like... Well, the endorphins. super... Yeah. releases super all that. Relaxed. No. Well, it's right. getting towards, like, the end of the episode. There's more promotions, and they talk about homeless people in New York. Oh. You know, there's, like, some new drug out there or something that they sell in the store with K2, and it makes the, you know... More people, it's like uh, living in the uh, Z Nation or... What is that show called that's a huge, famous show, Walking Dead? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But, yeah, yeah. That, there's, there's homeless people all over the world. It's a zombie there's, No, it's No, it makes them, because they're just, like, standing on the corner. Oh. Like, they're so high that they're just, like, hunched Dude, over. And they the look like a goddamn thing. Yeah, yeah, it's the same exact thing in Arizona. Yeah. yeah. But then we, they move on oh to questions. God. Well, Speaking of masturbating, I'm sorry. Can I okay. just say? Yeah. I, have you ever run into the guy that masturbates on the street on 4th Ave? No. The buff guy? No, he's just he's just like this what? homeless guy. Yes, there's a homeless guy that like I, twice it's happened to me where like I haven't seen he's him in a long time because off. you know pandemic. But he hangs out like where the, I know I'm serious. I'm like, where did he go? In the pandemic, where did he go? Yeah, that's a good he's point. he's jerking off in a shelter, I guess. I don't know, but like seriously, twice it's happened to me that like he'll be like right outside of the. Um, um, daytime? Yeah, yeah. Daytime and nighttime. Like, oh my gosh. like there's like that arch, you know, where. Oh yeah. Yeah. So like right underneath that arch, he'll just be standing there, like under the arch, freaking jerking off and like full, like dick out, jerking wow. off in the street. So like I'm sure he's probably like intoxicated, right? But like twice it's happened to me. Once in the evening, it scared the shit out of me yeah. because he was behind like That's the. Scary. It was very scary. Like I was like walking down the street and he was like behind one of the brick things. And I, for it jolted me first because I was like, oh, "There's a man," but Jerky then I, off. but then I realized, like, "Oh my god, his dick is out!" <laughs> <laughs> and he was you know totally what? jerking off, oh and I was god. like, oh. "He is not the only one," because there is a. I have a friend who said that he saw a guy yeah. on Congress jerking oh, yeah. off. I've seen two guys jerk on the on the bus here. And, uh, Dude, so, what is what? I don't know. What's up I'm missing out. I'm sorry. I've I, I not <laughs> no, seen this happen at all. I, I know I, I this has happened multiple times. Yeah, no, this is York something that sure. happens. Oh, hell yes. yeah. In New York, it happens all the time. Yeah. You just jerk off on the train. Like, it's happened yeah. to me in the Bay Area, too. And, you know, yeah. women can do it, too. It's like, you wear a skirt, you put, like, a book there. Okay, there was this one movie. Yeah, but they're doing it, but it's different, right? Like, it's different from anyone. Yeah. It's like... Literally dick out and jerk me off. It's so invasive. Okay, moving on to the question. So (laughs) these fans, they'll write into the Call Her Daddy girls and they'll, 
you know, ask questions or whatever. So the first question was, uh, this girl was sexting her man, and she was like, what can I use? Can I use, like, cock, dick, wiener, penis? And they're just like saying, no, don't use penis, don't use wiener, because that's not sexy. So don't use those terms unless you're, like, you know, that's kind of kinship or relationship you that you have with a person. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, let me touch your wiener. Okay. <laughs> But you can make it sexy, right? Oh, yeah. oh shit. You could. You could make oh, it no. Did it die? Oh, my yeah. God. Did it die? Damn it. I need to plug it in really quick. I think that shit. app, um, it saves it. So the end of that podcast got cut off because my computer died. Sorry about that. I didn't have it plugged in. But the last couple, my friends left as well. They were amazing. I love having them on. The last two questions that they had um, were a fiancé. She cheated eight years ago or something, and before they got married, and she wanted to confess because she wanted to get off of her conscious. She wanted to have, you know, a clean conscious or whatever. And so who knows if they continue to get married, but call her daddy says, why the fuck would you tell him? If you were in a long-term relationship and you cheated on someone, it goes away after two years. Two years? You take that to your fucking grave, okay? You don't tell any... Maybe, okay, maybe you tell your mother. Maybe you tell your best friend. But you don't tell your your partner. If two years pass and you're still together and you don't do it again, don't tell them. Don't tell... Just don't cheat again. Unless... Well, do what you want. But if you're not going to continue to cheat and you feel guilty about something that happened more than two years ago, it's not worth telling them because it's kind of erased. Especially if you didn't get a... a pregnant by it or even get an STD and use a condom it didn't really happen you know okay so the 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 fifth question was oh the fourth question actually was the this guy wrote in he said his girlfriend couldn't handle doing doggy style because he said that he was seven inches and he's bigger than a toilet paper uh whatever the fuck that the the brown portion of toilet paper. He said he's thicker than that. So he knows how thick he is, and they're wondering how many times he stick his dick in a toilet paper ring to figure that out. Several, probably. But they said, you know, just to go slow, use lube. Um, maybe find someone who can handle doggy style a little bit better with the fatter dick. I don't know. Um, the fifth question was, boyfriend has nudes from a pre from previous girls, the girlfriend asked for him to delete them. But, you know, go back to, what is it, episode two? Nudes never die. Any guy that you've sent a nude to still has it, probably. Kind of makes me think of myself. It's like, I've sent a lot of nudes. I wouldn't say a lot, but I've sent, yeah, I would say, yeah. And there's a couple guys out there who have, like, a, a video of me sucking their dick. I wonder if they still have that video. I wonder if they look at that video and they think of me. Oh, my gosh. Okay, anyways, this is the end of the episode. Thank you guys for listening. I will be back.